This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. It is important to remember the message chosen by your higher self may confirm intuitions you already have, or it may present a challenge to your normal way of viewing the world, a nudge or push towards a new, expanded way of thinking. Either way, the information will be given because your soul seeks the most healing experience for your overall well-being. In all cases, what is being offered is the opportunity for growth and transformation. Valeria Tellis interviews Eve Kerwin, the author of The Awakening, The Life and Work of Eve Kerwin, White Buffalo Woman. At the age of 16, Eve Kerwin unexpectedly lost her 12-year-old sister. Soon after her passing, she communicated directly with Eve to let her know that she had reached the other side and was safe. This experience began to alter Eve's perception of life by teaching her a new understanding of reality. You could say that this was the beginning of her awakening. A series of personal challenges ensued that prompted a period of introspection, deep meditation, and soul-searching to understand herself and the world at large more deeply. Little did Eve know at the time, her own painful experiences were preparing her to open the doorway to spirit and a spiritually focused life. In fact, it was during this time that her main guide who orchestrates her healing work today made her appearance the beloved Native American divine being, White Buffalo Woman. Since 1994, Eve has been sharing the gifts of shamanic healing and channeling for thousands of clients who have benefited from the profound messages of inspiration and guidance. The personal challenges Eve endured served to bring her more deeply inward. White Buffalo Woman made her presence known after many hours of deep meditation and trance-like intense drumming. Today, White Buffalo Woman continues to guide and orchestrate the inspirational work to benefit each person and humankind. Meet Eve at whitebuffalowoman.net. Here is the interview with Eve Kerwin. own words, who is Eve Kerwin? Eve Kerwin is a just a regular woman who's been on this earthly plane for 
well, next month it'll be 73 years. So I've had a a pretty full life up until this moment in time. But I operate from a true spiritual understanding. And so what does that mean? That means that since I was a little girl, I always felt different. Of course, who doesn't feel different as a little girl growing up? But with me, I don't know if it was due to my schooling. I, I attended Catholic school and I was taught by the nuns and it was quite strict. However, I do realize after many, many years since I've been in school that due to that discipline that was given to us in school at that time through the nuns, this is what I feel really kept me connected. But in other words, it came out more and more, but it was the discipline from this, you know, the schoolwork, the way they operated with us and so forth that kept me on this path, the path that I'm on now. And I really feel that that schooling uh, needed to be for me with the nuns to, you know, that was like beginning the opening that was giving me my structure in the work I do today. Let me ask you a more general question, Eve. What is life to you? Not what life is about, but what is this experience we are having? It, to me, it's one big wonderment. Uh, it, it never ceases to amaze me from day to day, especially with me personally. I think I'm going to do this and I end up doing that. And working with all of the people that I, that I work with, you know, continually, uh, whether they're a new client or I've worked with them many, many times, I, it never ceases to amaze me to see really the outcome and what the work really represents and what it does do. And, and I'm always so honored and thrilled to be able to be part of someone else's journey or, you know, in other words, getting them to understand their journey because it's just one big unfoldment and you can't, you know, some of the situations you, you couldn't make it up in your mind. You couldn't even, you, you can't believe how it, it, it goes from A to Z. And it's, it's, it's just a big wonder. It's, and it's very satisfying. It's very satisfying to be able to facilitate what I'm doing. It, 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 it really is my life. If, you know, that sounds very broad, but it really truly is. I, I live and breathe through this practice of what I'm part of. It's, it's just defines me in every aspect of my being. What do you think is the main cause of our suffering, Eve? Why do we suffer? Well, from my personal understanding, I do believe it's all a throwback to the past lives that we've all lived. It's our karmic lessons. And nothing, you know, is by accident in our life. And there's always a bigger answer, a bigger understanding as to what led up to the challenge, shall we say, that we we're enduring in, in in our life. You know, there's many challenges and it keeps going and going and going as long as we're living and breathing. We'll always be challenged one way or the other. We, we think we're, we're getting to this part and we say, oh, we take a breath. Thank goodness we completed that. But as soon as we complete it, something else kicks in. So it's, it's just all what we have to keep learning. It's, it's lessons. It's life. It's never ending as long as we're living and breathing. We're we're never going to have an easy road. Never. So there's no really an end to those lessons. There's not one 
a destination per se? There is. There, each soul comes in with a major theme, and in, in the goal of the soul is to unravel it and work through it, whether the person is aware of it or not. And most people aren't aware, and that's what really creates depression and you know dysfunction because they're not aware. But if they really started to truly understand, you know, how the universe works and and how we're all really the same coming in with this with different themes. But we're, we're writing our own script due to what we lived through in other lifetimes. And then each incarnation gives us the opportunity to take the lesson higher and to complete it. Yeah, maybe what I'm trying to get is like a, a this absolute ultimate destination where we don't need to come here anymore and be in a human body. Yes. Is there such a thing? Absolutely true. But when that occurs, it's when the soul has learned unconditional mm, right. love. When we reach the understanding within our soul, we know we could say in our mind, well, we know what unconditional love is. We love our children right. no matter what. Our, they're our flesh and blood. We, we helped create them, et cetera, et cetera. But it's, it's way, way deeper than that. And it's when we reach unconditional love, then the soul has completed and does not need to return unless the soul volunteers and wants to return and um, assist their fellow man in another yeah. way. So what would that look like? Would you be able to describe what unconditional love is or would look like in a human body <laughs> being here? It's, it's really absolutely no judgment. And that's a, a tough call because who can really say that they're not judging anyone. I mean, we're, we all judge everyone. That's, that's, that's the little situation that gets us in trouble in our minds, our thoughts, our attitudes. We're judging, we're criticizing, we're prejudiced. This is all uh, working against us. But it's hard. It's a hard thing for someone to say, I, you know, I, I don't, I'm not prejudiced, I'm not judging, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, even the Pope, or, or the Dalai Lama, they're in the human form. You know, there's, they cannot be crystal clear and on target every moment of their life. It, it, it's impossible. It's impossible. But lifetime after lifetime, you keep adding to that, you know, ending for you. So you keep building it and building it and building it. Well, what a beautiful vision that is, yeah, to live, to experience this um, life in a human body without any judgment. Just, uh, yeah, that yes. sounds wonderful to me. So let me see. I do have some more of these uh, warm-up questions for you. Healing. What is your understanding of the process, of the healing process? What is healing really? And what are some of the misconceptions we have about what healing is, Eve? Well, Healing is working in many different levels within your different bodies. Now I say different bodies, of course, we, we're, we're, we have the human body, but of course there's a spiritual body which houses our soul. There's the emotional body, the mental body, um, the physical body and the spiritual body are the, are the bodies that, you know, in, in, incorporate the human body. It's all entwined in one. So the healing process you know, it's not at one, just one body. It's not like the physical body. You could have aches and pains in your physical body. You run to the doctor and you're, you know, trying to figure out what's the cause of that, of that physical pain. However, 
the, that physical pain can be originating from something that could be stuck in the emotional and mental bodies that you're, you're not really aware of, or you're more sensitive in an area that, you know, you're very sensitive. You, you, you cry maybe more frequently than the average person or whatever, or there's something, a thought form that never leaves your mind that, is kinds of it kind of trips you up along the way that you you you're stuck in a pattern in your mind so that that becomes blockages mm-hmm. and it's the same blockages you know incorporate in all of the other bodies as well and that's what it, it, then it, it the cellular body which is like the glue of all the bodies it gets the situation where you're stuck is stuck becomes stuck in a cellular body and so when, when, when you are working to heal the bodies, we as healers, we have the ability to help release those blockages. Right. And that's what, you know, it creates the healing. So the healing comes in many different forms, depending on what it is. The main, well, there's many things that we're healing, but there, many people come in with one main issue, you know, uh, like an addiction, for example. Is, is a deep issue to heal. So that is incorporated. Say the physical body can't, can't master what they're not supposed to be doing, what the addiction is. And, and then the mental body gets confused and is trying to control it, but can't. And then the emotional body feels guilt that you're not clearing this. So you see, it all goes hand in hand. And it takes commitment, right, Evie, to, to go through the process or the stages of healing. Yes, I, I feel that when once souls are, are more understanding of how the process works, they will become more yeah. committed. They will, because once they understand it, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. The average person will grasp it immediately. They'll say, okay, I got it. I understand why. You know, many times our dreams are giving us clues of, of what's stuck. Yeah, I wonder why. This is a question that I often ask. Why some of us develop this or have this desire to heal and some of us never do we just uh, live this life in pain and causing more pain without ever even asking the question why because the those who operate from that way that understanding are really not understanding <laughs> what they need to understand right. <laughs> they're, they're 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 shunning it they're not they're not, it may take the, the whole present lifetime to get through and endure all of that pain wow. so that the next incarnation, they'll say, I'm not going to do this again. I'm not going to repeat it. Right. You see, they'll, they'll reach, they'll go up a different step in their ladder of their own, you know, outline of what, what they need to attend to this lifetime. But some people will never get it. And other people grasp it quicker. It's it's the goal of the soul. It's where you it it's due to what you accrued from past lives. Twenty twenty seemed to be one of these times for change and kind of inner revelations. I would say and insights. What insights have you gained personally or spiritually? Actually, as a professional, as a healer, was twenty twenty a time? for healing or some sort of spiritual change or that's just in my head? <laughs> Definitely, you know, it, we're, it's upon us yeah. now. And it, you, that was the, the main wake-up mm-hmm. call. 
And so everyone, everyone who's living and breathing, walking earth today, um, this has all came about for, for our own benefit of what we're going to do with this, because it's, it's waking us up. You know, we don't want to endure this. This has been a tough haul, you know, all of us with, with what we, these restrictions we've all been living through and et cetera, et cetera. But it is a wake up call and it's to bond us together even further mm-hmm. through love. You know, we're, we, it's making us realize you know, how near and dear our family members are, even if, you know, there's family members that can be difficult and, you know, they're, they're, they're not our favorite people, so to speak. But it, you were realizing that everyone is on the same path, trying to end up the same way to escalate their soul and to heal. We all need to heal. That's the name of the game right, for everyone. Right. That's great to hear. Yeah. Great news at this time. Two more questions for you, the warm-up questions. Let me see. Yeah, I wanted to ask you the question about freedom. Before that, uh, this question is kind of fun one from my perspective. What do you love most about being in a human body? Uh, I think um, the excitement of <laughs> the, the beauty of it all, even though if we're having a so-called lousy, so to speak, day and we're down in the dumps or whatever, there's always something that will come along throughout the day. It can't be just all boo, 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 hoo, hoo, hoo all day long. There's something that will capture us. And at the end of the day, we could say, well, you know, I'm thankful for that one little thing, you know, and that that's kind of exciting when you can start pinpointing and realizing for yourself what it was that gave you that little uplift, you know, because everyone really should do like a little check at the end of their day and say, well, what what really happened for me today here? What did I really learn from this experience today? I didn't have the best day, but, yeah, you know, there's always something that will uplift us. Always. If it was a good cup yeah. of coffee in the morning, <laughs> a delicious brownie at the end, a treat, something uplifted mm-hmm. us. And we have to look for the little things, but it's really all based on gratitude to be thankful to be thankful and count our blessings every day. Yeah. I love that suggestion, that, that message in the practice of gratitude. Yes. Gratitude is the key yeah. to everything. Yes. It is. It will keep unlocking things, yes, within you. And that's funny how we tend to focus on a negative most of the time, yes. right? Yes. It goes back to that work of commitment to healing, this idea to practice, to just become more aware that takes effort. is not something that just magically happens. Yes, everything is work, hard work. Yeah. But that's 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 the fruits of your labor and that's that'll be your applause for yourself. You can pl- applaud yourself at the end of your day and at the end of your life when you when your when your soul leaves your body, you know, you you want to be able to say to yourself once you reach your destination of where your soul will be placed, you know, I, I did the best I could and I'm thankful. That's the key. You know, we don't know what we're going to say, but that's what we want to be able to say. The understandings you have and the work you do, I mean, everything that you went through, which I'm going to be asking you questions about in a moment, did that take away the fear of losing the body, Eve? Or this is something that never goes away. We always will be uneasy about losing the body, leaving the body. Uh, well, I think, yes, I think truly it, it, it is a difficulty. I mean, let's 
be honest, I don't think anyone really wants to die yeah. because, yeah. you know, people will say, well, what's the guarantee? We don't really know. <laughs> yeah. We think that that's what's going to happen, but how do we know this? But, you know, we're attached to our bodies. Our bodies is the main thing because that's why the body becomes ill. When the body becomes ill, the body, you know, is alerting us that there is something wrong, of course, in the body. The body became ill from something. So, you know, and that's what, again, falls back to the healing. Everything, the body is is calling all the shots for everything. Yeah, that's interesting how it goes back to it every time, right? Even if we get these deeper understandings and insights, spiritual insights, the body is still the grounding force. We're still yes. here. The body, the body truly is the temple, you know, as, as we know, it, the body is the temple and it really is the temple. It's housing your soul. Your soul is the, the most magnificent thing that you own. It, you know, it's your soul. No one else has your soul. So the body needs to be honored, you know, in, in ways of the way we eat and, you know, our, our, our lifestyle really needs to be honored. True. Exercise, good food, et cetera, et cetera. Because it's really, it's the body is your, is your gem, your gold, your, your diamonds, your body is everything above and beyond. Yeah. Yeah. So true. And we can see that by doing a, a very small experiments, like eating bad foods or not sleeping well. And we see how much it changes perception, even with the thoughts are not the same. It, it clouds pretty much Correct. our vision. Yes. Yeah. So my last warm-up question for you is about freedom. Speaking of freedom, what is the meaning of freedom to you? What is to be free? To be able to basically operate for yourself in the way that you want to operate for yourself. You may have people judging you and saying, well, why do you do this? And, you know, yeah. it's it, people is judgments is, you know, they're judging you, which is okay. That's a whole other thing there. But it's your freedom knowing that you're doing and operating for yourself mm. what you need to do for you. It's your freedom. Freedom is everything. Freedom is, to me, one of the biggest gifts to feel free, to be free, and to operate in that way. So it's it's really freedom, I think. It's almost like dying already. <laughs> We're already on the other side. If we can live this life that is, some people call authentic, it's this authentic life, yes. which means just spiritual to me. It's just a spiritual life. It, it's your truth. Yes. It's truth. Right, yes. right, with a capital T. Yes, yes, I agree. So you wrote the book, The Awakening, The Life and Work of Eve Kerwin, White Buffalo Woman. Yes. Talk to me for a moment, Eve, about the inspiration and also the intention of writing your book. In all honesty, I, I had no intention of writing a book, but I was guided through spirit and it wouldn't would not go away for at least five years. Um, it started at one point in my life and the spirit kept saying to me, you need to write a book. And I just kept pushing it away that uh, now write a book. I'm not going <laughs> to get involved in this. And it wouldn't go away. Time would pass. It kept coming up, kept coming up, kept coming up. Finally, I said, okay, okay, I guess I have to do this. You know, I, I, they pushed me into it. So, and I realized once I started doing it, what it did for me on a personal level, because I started, I had to, you know, reevaluate my whole life you know, in my thoughts, you know, thinking back, uh, you know, from childhood up until the point 
when I, you know, to where, where I ended writing the book. And so it brought up quite a bit for me on a personal level. And, you know, I feel it was a very cathartic experience for me on a personal level. And I think for anyone who would write a book about themselves and their work, et cetera. But I do realize now after, you know, publishing this book, how the, what it, what it represents and what it has done for people. I mean, it's very rewarding for me. I, I receive letters in the mail from people who I've never met, who have read the book, and they're telling me their experiences from reading the book, what happened after they read the book, how their life started to change, that they, they received answers that they've been looking for all of their life. And from reading this book, they said, oh, my goodness, this is the answer I was looking for. She explained it right. or due to the examples I gave in the book. Yeah. So it's, it's been very rewarding for me to to see for myself why I was guided, you know, why they pushed me to write this book. I get it. I understand, you know, what what it did for many and for myself mainly, but for everyone else that has read it. A question that I have for you, it's about if you could describe what it's like to be in a shamanic, let's say, session with you. Is that the same as channeling? Evil, that will be different, separate. Yeah, the channeling is incorporated into the shamanic healing session. I, what happens is it's quite a, quite an interesting process that, that runs through me to do this work. Very different indeed. But what happens is I center myself. I, the person stands in front of me or I work with groups and I do all, I, I clear homes and businesses and properties as well. Um, I, I can apply what I do to just about anything. And then I receive information. It's very, very deep. It's very amazing. It goes from A to Z in the process, but the process is uh, run it by you. How, how, what happens from beginning to end. I center myself and the person is standing in front of me and I start to recite a litany of thanks within. Now the person in front of me is not hearing what I'm saying, but I'm calling upon all of my guides, all the higher forces, white buffalo woman, who's my main and primary guide, the archangels, the ascended masters, personal guides for, for the person standing in front of me. I invite everyone in who would like to uh, contribute to the session for the person standing in front of me. And then I start to enter a trance state. My breathing becomes extremely rapid. Mm. I'm huffing and puffing, huffing and puffing. And the two main reasons why is that the rapid breath is creating the connection between my physical body and the higher realms. It's the antenna. The breath is the antenna. And the rapid breath is erasing what the person is releasing from their cellular bodies. So my breath is like one big eraser erasing a chalkboard. It's erasing what is incorporated, what the person is holding on to. It's taking it out. It's helping to release it. But my hands very rapidly with light little touches go over the body. No matter where I need to touch them, I can go from the top of the head to the tip of the toe to the back of the knee, up, down, all around repeatedly. And I'm huffing and puffing as I'm doing this and I'm taking out what should no longer be there energetically and I'm replacing it with a higher energy. So it's a give and take, give and take 
process. Um, People tell me they can actually feel it. Um, They feel things leaving their bodies. They say it's like something was pulled out. They could feel it being released. Some people have fainted on me. Some people have thrown up on me. I'm shaking up their field of energy. It goes very, very deep within all of the bodies. Once that part is completed, then I move into another deeper breathing situation, which is very, very much more rapid. And this is bringing through the alignment for the channeling. So then I'm out of my body through this whole process. I step out of my body. White Buffalo woman steps in and she's doing the hands-on healing and I'm watching it. I'm behind my body. But then when I start to channel, the, the ascended masters may come, personal guides may come, the soul's own higher self may come, white buffalo woman herself may come. I never know until I'm right there with that process. And then I start speaking in English because white buffalo woman begins the session and I'm not speaking in English. I'm speaking the, the Lakota Sioux ancient tongue. And so people aren't really understanding what I'm saying, but then they get the interpretation through the channeling in English. And we tell them a story karmically about a life or two or what is happening within them. And we get, we literally lay it out for them. And I'm, I'm reading from their book of life, the Akashic records. It's called, it's the book of life. And we're giving them the scenario and the story of what happened and what it's, what is stuck. And now we just took care of it and we released it. Now, when we're telling them the story, I'm seeing it through my third eye, whatever we're talking about, I'm seeing the vision of what the the life entailed. I'm actually seeing that person live in that time, in that moment of what the story is about, what they're hearing. It's It's very, very fascinating. It's very, very deep. And so the person just listens, listens, listens. After they, they receive the guidance and they're being told they, it's pinpointed what is going on inside of them and what they need to correct. So they're given, they're being given the answer. They're get, they're getting the answer. They're getting a jump on completing their mission here on earth. It's, it's, yeah, it's very, very rewarding. And so then they can then begin to ask questions no matter what the, the questions would entail that I say to them, they don't have to just question what they just heard. They can ask anything. For example, they can ask, uh, for example, somebody recently said to me, I just received a job promotion, but I would have to sell my home, move my family to a whole nother um, location across the country. Should I accept this or should I just stay and continue what I'm doing? And they'll tell you why you should move on or why you should not. Right. Wow. So it's it's they pinpoint everything. It's very deep. Wow, it sounds yeah, incredibly helpful in the quest for a meaningful, joyful, peaceful life. Meaningful, Correct. especially. Yes. Do you also offer these sessions online, Eve, or just in person? Well, I am truthfully computer illiterate. I was told <laughs> yeah. through spirit yeah. when my whole career began way, way, way back, many, many years. I was told, do not touch a computer. (laughs) So I've abided by that. And I I understand it for for me because I feel that if I was doing all of this online, 
it would water down what I'm doing. Mm, you know, right. it would take away. I can work with a person by phone. Yeah. People call me. I, I work with people overseas. I work with people all over the United States, wherever. Um, and I can um, work remotely in that way. I can just channel for them and give them information. Or if they want a healing, I ask them to send me. And, and that can be by computer and then Kelly, who who assists yeah. me, yeah. can then, you know, forward it to me in, a, in another version. And I will have the photo and I can um, go over the photo and I can give the healing in that way as well. I can work remotely. Okay, so that's very good to know. So that will yes. be fun. Thank you so much, Eve, for the work you do and the way you do it too. I hear the, this enthusiasm, this um, <laughs> very deep gratitude for the spiritual world. I can hear yes. that in your voice. It's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I have a few more questions for you, the ending questions. But before that, would you like to add anything or read a passage from your book? Oh, wow. Gee, I, I well, I have the book in front of me, but... um. I don't know, to, to pick something randomly, I don't know. There's just so much here. It's really, I think I'm going to pass on that because there's just so much. And, and maybe if I just started reading, it wouldn't re really make sense unless you read, read the whole thing because it's like the beginning to the end. You have, you know, it's this, you wouldn't fill in the dots from just hearing what I would say. You have to go from A to Z with it. But there's case histories in here, but the book is about, my life and what I endured. And, you know, it's not a bed of roses for anyone. So, you know, I share my process and what happened, which really led me to, to the spot that I, that I ha now have in, in, with, with my professional gifts here. And I'm very thankful for it. And I, I explain it, you know, from A to Z what happened and, um, and brought me to this point. It's it truly was, divinely orchestrated it was all waiting to unfold and that's what happened it just was a timing thing for as it is for everyone but i love the way you say that too this unfolding yeah this happening yes that's what life is all about from my perspective too yeah it's an unfolding in a very wonderful and that wonderment that you spoke of earlier kind of resonates so true I have three more questions for you, the ending questions. Mm -hmm. What is another word for healing? Mm, I would say peacefulness within, because you, you, when, you, when, you, when you move through a healing experience, you find more and more peace. It's a peaceful state, and that's everything. Peace, to have inner peace is a major gift for anyone to, to say, I have peace. Yes. We just want peace. All of us, if we, the world would be a whole different world uh, if everybody would be peaceful and, and loving with everyone. I mean, it just would be the miracle of everything. So <laughs> That's true. what we all want. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Two more questions. If you knew you would die soon, meaning leaving the body, would you make any change or do anything in a different way? Absolutely not. Even yeah. though I, there's things I say, oh, I wish it was different. <laughs> I would say no, because I believe that all everything that I've lived through and everything that I experienced, I was supposed to, no matter how painful it was. Very painful. We all have pain. But I do feel that it was all part of the growth. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't trade it in. You know, what I would like before I leave earth is that I would like to find 
true love. You know, I've been a widow for 27 years and, um, you know, I'd like to share, share my life now with someone. I really would. I would like to, mm. to have uh, someone who would really understand me and support me and honor me in the work I do, because I think it's a little difficulty. <laughs> I find it's a challenge for me because I don't feel that men really understand me or my heart or soul. So yeah. Oh, I would wow. like to, I would like that. I, w- I would love to be gifted that before I leave. I'm wishing that for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. What a beautiful thing to happen. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It, it is a gift Yeah, if we can find somebody to share yes. this experience. And exactly. my last question is, what are three things about life you know for sure as of this moment? Oh, well, I'll firstly say what I know for sure, and I, no one can take it from me. I know it for, it's absolutely true, is that we keep returning through incarnation. I've seen visions of my past lives. It's incredible. You cannot deny. Um, we all return. And it, it's the goal of the soul. Many people tell me, well, I'm not sure if I believe in reincarnation. And I say, well, you know, maybe eventually they'll understand it. I don't try to force anything on anyone, but we truly do return. We keep returning, returning, returning. And it's been proven to me. For me, Eve, I can say I have my proof. I have seen these past lives that I can't deny. And it's exciting, actually. (laughs) It's actually exciting to see some of the lifetimes that have already are, are behind me. So that's that's the first thing that I know. So tell me again. The question is, what what else? What yes. do I know that I yeah. that I feel that is absolutely true? Yeah, three things. Yes, that you know for sure. Yes, that we we are all being guided. Absolutely, we are being guided, whether we believe that or not. Yeah. We all have guides assigned to us, and whether we're aware of it, aware of it or not, yeah. we are being guided. I mean. I have guides that speak to me all the time. My left ear, I've had unbelievable experiences. For example, my my beautiful little grandson, he's the apple in my eye. When he was, um, he wasn't born yet. And a month before he was born, a guide came through and spoke to me and said, the child that will be coming soon will be a male child. So I was told that it was going to be a boy. My son and daughter-in-law um, did not know. They did. They wanted a surprise with all three of their children. But so, but so for some reason, my guide wanted me to know that the third child was going to be male. The, when he was born, the same voice returned before I even knew. <laughs> I didn't get the details yet from my son. Mm-hmm. And the voice spoke to me and said, the child has been birthed. He's a male child, gave me his weight, his ounce, his weight, his length, wow. and his name. Wow. And I had no <laughs> clue yeah. because they, 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 that was the secret. They, you know, we did not know yeah. what the name would be. And I mean, that was amazing. Right. So for some reason, they announced him to me. Yeah. And I thought that was very, very special. So he's a very, very special soul. All of my three grandchildren, they're special. I love them dearly. They're, they're just the most important things to me. So I see things with them even now and, you know, you know, they're young and, but let's see, you know, what's going to be lie ahead for them, but it's all there. 
So let's see. The third right, thing right. is, what can I say for the third thing? I should, it should just be right there, pop out at me, but I, I want to utilize it in, in the right way, the time. I feel that it really is understanding everyone. I mean, try to be more understanding in life, be more, have a more of a give and take, no matter how much it's paying for us to understand the other person. Many times we were too, you know, too quick to judge, but you know what they're going through and, you know, we see it a certain way, but they see it a certain way. So it's really understanding, accepting, Mm -hmm. it goes back to the universal law principle. Mm -hmm. It really is. That's what we all need to learn and understand is the universal love factor. Wow. Returning to it. Yeah. I love that message again. I'm glad you mentioned that as the third thing. Yes. Unconditional love. Right. Thank you so much again for your genuine, peaceful, beautiful presence, the work you do, the intention to help others to live this meaningful and peaceful life. It's truly beautiful. Thank you again. Thank you very, very much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And before we say goodbye, where can we find more information about you, your books, products, services, and future projects? Um, there is a website. Let's see. Yeah. Give me one second yes. here. Yeah. Um, but I do live in Stanford, Connecticut. And can I give my phone number or yes. no? Yes, yeah, absolutely. It is, I mean, my, my number, my business number is 203-322-3689. But the website is whitebuffalowoman.net. Yes. And uh, you can read more about me and, you know, and see what's all there. And it explains quite a bit. And it's a lovely website. I'm very thankful. Yes. For everything. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much again, Eve. And we'll talk soon. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Bye for now. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Eve Kerwin and her work, please visit whitebuffalowoman.net. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.